everyone. Welcome out to this episode of The Good, The Bad, and The Geeky. Episode 2. Exactly. And on this particular episode, well, you know, we're going to hold off on that. I do this all the time. We're going to talk about our amazing sponsors first, such as Packrat Comics, PackratComics.com for all your friendly comic shop needs. Have two locations now in the heart of Old Hilliard, Ohio, and now in Marysville. You are actually wearing a Packrat Comics t-shirt while I, we record this. I am. It's just really cool. It looks, it looks, it looks like Jurassic Park. I like right. it. It's a mouse. Right? I, I see it was yeah, a mouse. Yeah. Well, I'm assuming it's a rat. Perhaps a pack rat. Correct, sir. You might be correct. Oh, uh, wink, wink, and a nudge, nudge to you. Uh, Packratcomics.com, they have their own podcast. And Over 100,000 titles to choose from. <laughs> That's audible.com. Wait, but I bet Packrat has a lot of different titles. I don't they know if it's 100,000, but I, I, I'm sure they have a lot of different comics. It, it, it has so much, it feels like. Okay. And they have some good board games and stuff, too, um, both locations. Like games that you play when you're bored? Or games you play on a board. The Resistance game? Got that there. Oh, okay. Yes. And uh, Castle Panic and uh, Munchkin. They have all that stuff there. I was listening to Nerdist, they were talking about Munchkin. And how it was just like the a parody of magic or something. It's a parody of Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons. And magic. Said. But sort of both I never played time. either one of those. Magic is actually... Oh, I'd really like to learn so Dungeons and Dragons. Okay, I've been trying so hard to get a, a game... It's not the exact Dungeons and Dragons, but I was trying to get a version of the Team and RPG. I want to play Dungeons and Dragons. <sighs> because it's got dungeons, Nick! And, and it has dragons! But I can get both of those in the Team and version. You don't have to... I don't... Okay... Here's the thing about the TMT. I don't want to actually anyone to play the TMT. I don't want to add the characters into it. I like the rules. I like the game itself. Well, I'll play if I can be Velas to Mila. Oh, I fucking hate you <laughs> so much. I think they took that. Mu- uh, yeah, I did an episode of hand sho- Horseshoes and Hand Grenades. Uh-huh. And there was a part where they did a trivia contest between me yes. and Eric. And I think when I sat there, you could... Yeah, I mean, Sarah, you, you actually... Wrong, that's probably why you didn't get as many questions as him, because you physically took the time to go... <sighs> Venus to Milo. Like, I, you could have had another question at that time. Know, Venus to Milo. And it's not because you couldn't answer it. It was very clear you knew the answer. Just, you just didn't want to say it. Well, like, I, but I think I think uh, Steve was just like, uh, you know, oh well, yeah, yeah, you, you know, I almost was like he had to think about it. I was like, no, no, it was disgust and anger that I had to, <laughs> I had to even like recognize her existence. Mm-hmm. That is one thing. I it doesn't matter. AudibleTrial.com slash GoodBadGeeky. That's right. 14-day free trial. Get a free audiobook. Um, like Tina Fey's Bossy Pants is fantastic. We've talked about uh, that one a lot. We should come up with some other titles to recommend. That is true. Well, I, I have a few more, but I haven't had a chance to listen to them. I think the Veronica Mars uh, novel is on there. Read by is. Kristen yes, Bell. Yes, it is. That's actually one of the ones I have. I just haven't listened to it yet. I listened so. to like half of it, but I read the whole book. Yes. Uh, I. You know what one I did hear, though, is uh, If I Stay. Mm-hmm. That is fantastic. That's the movie. there's a new movie out that got not good reviews. It's actually pretty decent. I'll oh, talk okay. about it on a GBG drive by. Okay, uh, it's really fantastic. I didn't think it was that bad. Uh, well, spoiler alert to mm-hmm. the review. Uh, I thought the book was good too, and there's a sequel out to it too. I think it's mm-hmm. if, if, if I should stay, if I go, if should I stay or should, should I, I go now? now? And then uh, our other sponsor is uh, me, ultimatetmt.com, utmt.com. Check it out. It's pretty great. Can I pimp my stuff just a little? Jesus Christ. Because I got stuff to pimp now. Like, really. That's right. JeromeWetzel.com is my website. And normally Mm -hmm. I don't update that much on the website itself. Because he's lazy. Well, it links out to all the other stuff I update constantly. And he's lazy. 
Yes, but I'm going to make more of an effort to update the main website more often. And right now, every Saturday, there is a brand new script for a web series. So, text web series called G.O.D. is my BFF. Because he's not late. Episode one is already out. <laughs> is this going up this week? I made myself. You did. Is this podcast going up this Friday? God willing, yes. Okay. So, well, by the time you hear this, episode two's almost out. And uh, check it out, then tweet me at Jerome Wetzel TV to tell me your yes, thoughts. Please let me uh, know at GoodBagGB what you think of his stuff, and I'll forward it to him. If, again, Jerome Wetzel TV, J E R O M E W E T Z E L. I knew what the fuck I was saying. Dot com. I, I think. <laughs> or at, yeah, at my, my Twitter handle is at Jerome Wetzel TV, but the website's just JeromeWetzel.com. Because it's not just the TV reviews, it's everything else. It's everything that he does. There's it's, like it's his entire life's work. My whole first book's on there, too, for free temp, just a little bit longer. So grab it now. That's right. JeromeWetzel.com. Yes. Mm. Please. Yeah. It'll only take you like three or four or five minutes to read that first web series script. It's not. It's a yes, web series. It's, it's, a not, web series. it's not a TV show, so they're short. And if it was filmed, it would be like five, ten minutes. And, and I can... Personally, vouch for it. It's fantastic. You should, and not just because I helped <laughs> critique and write it. Um, you like the first episode. You're not so crazy about some of the other ones. But Don't say that. But you're going to help me fix it. I, yeah. So by the time they come out, what, it's going to be great. What, all you Nick should be hearing helping. now is that it's fantastic. You, you, you really like the wait. ending, too. I, I do. You're like just going to help me with some rough patches in the middle. I'm saying that. It's great. They're no not going to be rough by the time they come out. Ugh. And if they're not rough, you can thank Good Bad Geeky. I'm going to cut all of this and put this <laughs> in the Uncut episode. Uh, on the app, which you can get on <laughs> Google or something. You can get it somewhere. If you're an Android, look it up. You know how to get it in iTunes. There you go. All right, so here's episode blah, blah, blah of Good Bad Geeky. We discussed God is Not Dead. We discussed tons of other TV shows like A to Z. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. a lot. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. a lot. What was the, the Quinsalo show? Quinsalo? Quinsalo. What are you talking about? Quinsalo. Christella? Christella. <laughs> Racist? Consuela? Here's the thing. I didn't know her name. And the only way I knew I could get you to help to pull uh-huh. out the assist. And instead of saying, being more classy about it, I was like, how can I make Jimmy laugh too? Which is, I was like... Say that one. Say that one. Spanish maid's name. Oh God. <laughs> no, 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 Mr. Peter. No, 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 no. We talk about Mulaney. Talk about some comic stuff again. Not as much as last time. No, the Flash. Some other stuff. No more. Well, we should wrap up this intro so we can record the thing and then get back to playing with Consuela on Family Guy, the mobile game, the quest for stuff. Warning! The podcast you're about to hear is very filthy. We say naughty words you would use as an adult anyway. It'll cause you not to eat your vegetables and your mom generally thinks it's a bad idea. Any moment of the show that has any similarity to the history of any person living or dead, real or fictional, to real events are entirely unintentional and coincidental. Unless we're specifically noted otherwise in the cast and crew credits, all celebrity voices are impersonated and new celebrity has endorsed any aspect of the show.
So, I'm going to record this. Last night, by the time we record this or by the time this airs? I mean, we're recording it live, you know, I, obviously. I see your problem in my age now. I cannot At say your age. Words. Once you hit 31, man, it's just all that. No, Wait, you're 32 now. I'm sorry. You're 33. You're 33. I'm sorry. You had your birthday on. You can't remember how old you are because you're too old. But like, I sincerely have problems saying the word properly, like, you're, the, the way that you guys have, like, not just critiqued me on the things, you know, this, and then, like, has mm-hmm. gone up, ex- I would say it's gone up 100%. Has it? 100%? I would say it's that it bad. It doubled. It doubled. No, it tripled. Well, then that's 400%. Actually, 100%. If it... Yeah, never mind. Okay. Okay, see? I mean, I was already... I was always... If it went up 100%, that is doubled. But if it's quadrupled, then it went up... No, no, I'm saying it got quadrupled to 100%. So it was 25... Well, what you had before, Mm -hmm. you're now doing four times more. Yeah. So if you were at 25% before, which really in this example, you were at 100% before, so now you're at 400%. No, 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 no. So now you're at 400%. Again, I said that wrong. No, I meant like before... I was I wasn't that bad before. Mm-hmm. I am now at a hundred percent. Quick, what's the square root of pi? Three point one four. Keep going. I don't know. <laughs> but Chris Hardwick can do it to no, like a hundred places. I don't fucking care about Chris Hardwick now. Fucking do I? Is this thing fucking recording? I don't. Yes, it is. Okay, I started getting paranoid that my own. The, I okay, off. speaking of fucking fuck whatever, because we're what saying bad it? words. Yes. Um, Great. I was watching the Daily Show from last night, right before you got here. And they made up a terrorist organization. They were talking about how we're now suddenly bombing this other organization nobody's heard F-U-C-K. about. At, no, no. The, they said like, it was Alpha Uck, you guys. Alpha Uck, you guys. And sorry, you got Alpha, Alpha Uck, you guys up or something like that. But they kept saying it and they were not beeping it. And I'm like, how are they getting away with this? It was really funny. I guess because Jessica Williams pronounced it very carefully the first time. That they were allowed to and, keep repeating it. And also they're saying the word alpha. Uck. So there's that extra uh sound between the f and the uck. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know what they're saying. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It but, was great. But I, I just can't believe they weren't beeping it. I, I, it. I thought it was funny, though, on NKS New Orleans, is that uh, from what I saw of it, I saw probably about 15 minutes of it. Um, uh, the dude from Quantum Leap. What's his name? Scott Bakula. Scott Bakula. So, he's such a good actor. He is. Why is he being wasted? And he's slumming it. You know he's slumming it. But but the thing is, I think they're actually shooting in New Orleans. Yeah. And as someone who now loves that town... Have any of the Treme characters popped up on it? I, again, I didn't watch that in depth. Oh. I was only watching it for ten minutes. Because if, if they... ten minutes, it's like when he's walking down yeah. the street, he goes into a club, and guess what they're playing? Jazz music? Jazz music. Of course. And I was like... That is that is not like, oh my god that is not all they play there at all like I was like look honey that's how you know it's New Orleans because they're playing jazz right <laughs> how else would you know it was New Orleans everything else I've seen Nolans. outside looks nothing like New Orleans of course not it, it looks nothing like they New don't Orleans. film it and there do they there's they do cause oh do they that's a big thing every a lot of students are going to New Orleans or Louisiana right particularly New Orleans because the tax breaks. Mm. That's why film companies are going and shooting stuff in Cleveland now too. Yeah, and and like literally, matter of fact, uh, after Katrina, 
there was this big thing that a lot of studios are moving to Louisiana and New Orleans to shoot stuff there because of the tax breaks, but also it gives back to the community after Katrina. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going like, uh, wait, what? Matter of fact, I think that the entire Fantastic Four movie that's coming out was all shot in Louisiana. Yeah. Anyway, Walking I'm, Dead shot in Georgia. Yes, and I think it, I doubt they'll move it, even when oh. the characters go to DC, which I'm assuming is going to happen sometime this year at the end of the year. Um, I think they'll just stay in the South because DC looks enough like the South anyway, and yeah. they've got their established stuff there. Oh my god! I've downloaded. Uh, well, I had it downloaded for a while, but I played episode one of The Walking Dead. Uh huh. It it's it, it, it creeped me out. They're going back into Atlanta this season. Wait, wait. On wait, okay, wait. Hold on. Yes. Are we talking about the 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 TV sh- yes. the game? Or no, the TV, TV show. The TV show. Okay. They said okay. that we are going to get to go back inside Atlanta, which we haven't seen since season one, and see what it's like now. Well, I am interested in that. Me too. Because I'm wondering if they're, they're all just... They're and the really spinoff was officially greenlit. Yes, it was, which will be interesting to me, because... Well, actually, I I don't know. I, I really don't know. And they also announced today that the kid from Go On and Everybody Loves Chris is going to play a new character called Noah. Oh, Not in the okay. Okay. There was a character called Noah apparently last season, but he got he was in the governor's camp and he got killed. Okay. So they don't know who this new Noah is, and I'm like, okay. Yeah, I'm. They also in um, Ask Osiello this week or yesterday yeah. or whatever. It said somebody asked about, or maybe it was something else on TV line. I swear. It said if you got, you know how last season the body count of the main characters was pretty low, mm-hmm. like especially after the season before where we lost Lori and Andrea and all, you know. Last season, this past season, the body count was very low. They said that will not be the case for season five. I'm guessing Beth's going to bite it. I wonder if they'll find her first. Or if we'll just get like an episode of her off by herself. Which we know, because I've already seen footage of her off by herself. I wonder if she'll just die there, or if they'll find her first. I kind of hope they find her first. Well, what's his name? Um, Big black dude. Tyrese. Tyrese didn't survive that long in the comic book, did he? Uh, well, he came in much earlier in the comic book. True. Because he came in basically right after Shane died, and he kind of replaced Shane. And in the show, they kept Shane alive a lot longer, so they didn't right. need him. I, but I thought he died during the original prison. prison. I think he did die yeah. in the prison, but he came into yeah, the story they, much earlier. They do like a fake out in the book, which is he gets surrounded by yeah. uh, zombies. Yeah, in the gym they, or whatever. Right, yeah. and then he comes back again, and then he, right. at that point, I think he just lets them meet him. Or is one of the, right? Or was it something like that, or... I don't... Or was it a sacrifice play? Like I think it was, like, in defense of others. I don't think it was just for the hell of it. Well, no, he did do that at one point, though. He did try to kill Oh, himself. in the gym thing. Yeah, but then he killed all the zombies. Or I walkers. thought he was getting out of the car kind of thing, which is kind of um, a TV show. I thought they did something similar to that. The TV show, the car might have been when he died. I don't remember, to be honest. It, isn't that sad? Like, it all does, like, sort of jump It does. And, it like a, a, well, and because there's been so many issues of the comic... Set after the prison, like all this stuff in DC, I'm so excited because I've been reading these DC stuff forever. I mean, yeah. they've spent longer in DC than like the whole rest of the comic up till that point. Yeah, and so I'm ready for I'm ready for this major shift. And I think what I'm most excited about is they have to do the horde attack. That after they get in the settlement in DC, they they have that you know like Herschel's farm. The horde came and they ran. And for a while in the comics, they're staying just ahead of the herd. Yeah. In the c- comics, um, after they're in that settlement that they settle into, uh, there's a whole horde that comes, and they stick it out and stay in the community 
and basically spend several days straight battling this horde to stay alive. Alright. Which, which, which survival camp was it that? Was that the one where... It's the one they still live in. Oh, okay. Well... Which now has, which now is mostly, it's now like Rick's group, but when they joined, they were like a small minority in this larger settlement. No, yeah, well, because you actually lent me those two books, yeah. or those, well, three books. It was. Uh, well, I've loaned you the two omnibus, and then I've loaned you several of the trade paperbacks the since then. Back. Um, yes, I think you did. Oh God, don't yeah. I the first back. one's in the basement for sure, and I'm pretty sure my work friend has the second one. Yeah, you gave it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I gave have it back. the other three. Which no, is, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I learned to war, and then uh, uh, going, all out war parts all out one and two. And going prepare, preparations for war, or something like that. Yeah, I think it, the road to war, and then all out war parts one and two. I think are the three you have right now. Yes, which are not the three after Omnibus two. There was another trade paperback or two before that, but you already borrowed and gave those back too. Yeah, I mean, it. it I think we only have like one trade paperback left till the next omnibus. I, I remember the uh, the big thing that I was really uh, psyched out for because I wanted to see how Negan got it. Yeah. And so uh, I actually read the ending of it first, and the way it looks, if you just literally, I wonder if it was planned that way because apparently a lot of people do that with The Walking Dead. They all go to the last few pages and see what's happening, or look at the first few pages. So really, right. I couldn't stand that. Well, just because they don't want to buy the book, uh-huh. I gotta admit, because I don't have any of the other books themselves. You know what I mean? When I, when I hear like when Glenn died, I did go back and I sort of perused that, and it was in the middle of the book. Yeah, and it, and I I read that, or it was close to the end, so I had to read it a little bit, and it was devastating there. Oh god! But I awful. still don't want to buy the issue because I'd rather wait for the omnibus, or whatever. Because I'm not so you get the part, the rest of the story, right? So, but in this case, like. I, I was like, I know I'm going to read it, but I still just want to see... Because it's, it's not going to be a spoiler for me. Right. Because you and, knew. Yeah. Right. And I just want to see how it gets taken down. And the way it looks is that it shows Lori having him in his sights. Lori? Yeah. Lori's been dead forever. And Andrea? Andrea. Whatever. They all seem to blur together. <laughs> Andrea's still alive in the comics. See, this is the shit I'm talking about. Yeah. You're having to correct me on, on just very simple stuff. Yeah. So, Andrea, not Lori... Andrea has him in his in a sniper sniper whatever and, yeah and then she never you never hear a sound effect of a gunfire mm-hmm. but you then see you know, Negan like sort of like do this weird face and then you cut back to her and now the rifle's up like it looks like she might have fired mm-hmm. and then his eyes roll back into his head and then he just passes out or falls and the way it looks you don't know if he got hit with something you just don't know and you're not a hundred percent sure if he's dead or not I don't think well. When you read that, yes. Yeah. Right. Um, and you still don't know if he's going to make it, I guess, is the, is the key thing. Because he actually does survive the attack. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you read it later, he just pass, passes out from blood loss. Because yeah. Rick... And the thing is, it's so great. And I, I don't know... I sometimes feel like Kirkman just does whatever. And then he goes, oh shit, character development. And tries to throw it out. <laughs> because cause I, think, I think it really was a situation of like... It's kind of like with Shane. He realized he fucked up with Shane. So he fixes that in the TV show. Yeah. And he has... The show has much better character development. Right. And and that's okay. That's fine. But I sometimes feel it's like, oh shit, let's throw some humanity in there last minute. And Negan, you do, the thing is, you do get a little brief glimpses that Negan does give a shit about the people in his Yeah, team. he does. Right. Well, the governor, though, is just like, I care about these people, but I really don't. It's just about the power. And Negan, it starts off being the same way, but then you get little glimpses that he uh, cares about the... I do think Negan's way more brutal. And oh, yeah. while he may protect his people, he would sacrifice them all in the name of keeping order and keeping his power. And 
But see, that, that's the thing. I, I don't. He know. respects strength, and when his people show weakness, he turns on them instantly. That is true. Instantly. But I, I don't know. I, I guess I saw I, the way they wrote him in the book. I see mm-hmm. there's way more humanity in Negan there than there was in the governor. I wonder which British actor they'll get to play him, or if it'll be alumni of The Wire. One of the two. That's that's very funny because that's they true, they like, just cast another wire alumni. Huge major actor characters in the show are played by British people. Several, Rick. not Rick, Maggie, the governor. I thought uh, Maggie was Australian. How is she? Uh, oh, either way, I mean she's um, awesome. Uh, what's the guy that was in the Morgan? Yeah, he's British. Lenny James. I love Lenny mm-hmm. James. I wish he could be in the show more like he was in the comics more. I, I, I know. It, it breaks my heart, too, that... When Low Winter's Son got canceled, I was like, snap him up! And he didn't. No. It's probably because he's like, oh, you want me back in this really popular show? Pay me really popular show money. Yeah, and I don't think they pay and, that. And AMC's like, no. No. Like, everyone else on the show is like, well, I mean, we're a family now, but we have a job. You know it would be the best surprise ever? Is if the spinoff centers on him. That would be actually amazing. Cool. Not going to happen. No, but it's it would be not cool. Do you see that they finally got another zombie show on the air? Z Nation. Uh, yeah. It was bad. It I, was popcorn. It looked bad. I mean, when you have a, a like ninja zombie baby that in the pilot, it was a baby like an infant in a crib that got bitten and it like scuttled around like some creature and was. Very, very deadly. Yeah. yeah, I know. I didn't watch up to two. Oh, speaking of comics, though, I've re- been reading some more of the Marvel Unlimited app. Oh, and yes. I went in, because I finished the Heroes Re- Reborn yeah. stuff, whatever. I went in and I went through all the comics that I put on my chart that were like running in 96, 97. Yeah. That app is very full of holes. Like, most of those comics that are running in the 90s aren't like actually there. Like, there'll be a few random issues here and there, but the only comics, um, besides the Reborn stuff that is running solidly in 1996 without, like, lots of holes, is Journey into Mystery, or whatever, that's the Thor, Thor's right. people. So I'm reading that. Uh, the Incredible Hulk, because yeah. uh, he did not die, even though he's in the Heroes Reborn, this is the version of him that's in the regular universe. Right. And the Uncanny X-Men. And I actually was several issues ahead on Hulk, and then I got to a point of Hulk that said, continued from Uncanny X-Men 336. I'm like, oh, I'm only on 329, so I'm now reading Uncanny X-Men more. But those are the only three titles that are, like, solid through 96 besides Reborn. So I'm like, Spider-Man? No. Not 96 years. Now, maybe, like, those same series... Maybe in, like, 98, 99 it picks up, and then you get, like, all the comics. But if I'm only seeing, like, one or two comics from that year, I'm not jumping into that comic at that point. I wonder if it's because they did the Clone Saga. I don't know. I I was thinking the Heroes Reborn stuff, um, they probably released all together, although they never did the Heroes Return. They only have the first one of the four issues. Uh, But then maybe Uncanny and Incredible Hulk, they have some crossover. Maybe they decide to release those together. And I don't know. And then um, I looked in 97, Deadpool joins them. So, But it's like oh issue 38. Like the first like 37 aren't there. But then oh, like yeah. 38, I'm not on the app. But then like 38 oh. on is on the app like solid without hole. There's maybe a random hole somewhere. But it's like looks solid. So I'm going to start Deadpool in 97 when I catch up to that point. Oh my god, I read the first few issues of um, the one that started. Not the one in 97, the one in 2008. 
Mm. And I, I, I was I was so excited because I was like, mm. oh my god, I finally read a full issue of Deadpool, and it's hysterical. Oh, good. And it's... Uh, I'm not familiar with Deadpool it, at all, and I'm really looking forward to going in kind of blind. He... He is literally Daffy Duck, old school Daffy Duck. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me, no, no, no. He's Daffy Duck from the movie Looney Tunes back in action in the first ten minutes where he's, like, greedy and, but yet also mm-hmm. Daffy. Yeah. And, and he's an assassin. He has Wolverine's healing power. He can teleport. And he knows he's in a comic book. Well, actually, I think that you can go back to... He, Aren't he they making a Deadpool movie? Yeah, but... I thought maybe that's why they released stuff on the app. Because... PG thirteen, mm. and if you need to be cool, it really should be R. Because the, the did you see the clip they played? No, no I know nothing about Deadpool, and I'm oh, no, happy I mean, about that. No, no, yeah. I'm just saying, like the, the, the clip, like, the clip itself was like, because let's be honest, it's one of those things. It's like, yeah, they're never going to bring Enlisted back. They're never going to make a Deadpool movie, like really, like, right? And the whole, I mean, it, it and CGI too. It was a CGI, mm. almost like a previs. Well, it's better than a previs, but it was literally, it shows Deadpool in his costume sitting on top of like a bridge in LA and listening to a radio, listening, that shit is bananas, B-A-N-A. Uh-huh. He's like coloring with coloring crayons, and all of a sudden he looks at the camera and he's like, oh, hello, Trevor. It's me, I'm Deadpool. They call me that because, you know, I like wearing a tie, and the way I read in this color tie is because... I don't want the blood to stain my clothes. And of course he has like a... He's not wearing a tie though. And he's just sitting and he goes, uh-oh, hold that thought. I hope they like their... I hope their pants are painted brown. And he just jumps in, gets into a van and starts going, Hola, señoras. Me llamo es Muerta de la... De la whatever the pool is. And then he said... And he just... Yeah, he just starts talking, talking, talking. And then he beats the shit out of them. And long story short, he somehow gets ahead of the van... And flips the van over, and as the van's pulling out, you see he pulls out the drawing he was drawing, and it's a picture of the guy in the van, a Deadpool, like a really child's drawn version of Deadpool, cutting the guy's head off, and it lands on top of him, and when the car lands back, he's in the van, and the head's of the guy's there, and you realize he's holding the head, and he just goes, Hola, Trevor! How are you doing today? This is going to be a great fucking movie, like that. And I was like, oh, Deadpool! He's crazy! I like it. So excited for it. But... You can't do some of that stuff because mm. it's, it's it's sort of our mm. violence. I don't know how they're mm. going to do it, mm. but I mean, he talks he talks to himself, and he realizes that he's in a comic book, but no one else does. And he's known as the Merc with the Mouth. You've seen Wolverine X Men Origins, haven't you? Yes. That's the first half of that is Deadpool. The last half of that, I don't know what the fuck. I don't that remember is. that movie very well. That's because it's a bad movie. It is a bad movie. I, someone got into a, an argument, discussion with me the other day. It's like, he did this. And I was like, no, no. It, I, I very remember clearly that just things happen for no reason because of this. And it's not even related to Deadpool. That's what I did, Brad. Let's not get into that. If you want good superheroes, you should be watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, so happy. Please say that you've seen the, the first premiere. What? what? Have you seen the premiere episode? Wait, it premiered? Yes, Jimmy. Did it? Yes. Oh, that's a good thing I'm doing. We could call them for it this year, and I already have my review posted. Oh, good thing I'm a shitty friend. I didn't realize you posted it already. <laughs> did, did you actually post it already? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah you just said that. That's okay. one of my, like, seven columns for C42 Up this okay. fall. Okay. All right. Sorry. Um, 
Okay, yeah. it just went up today because I didn't have that ahead of time. Oh, okay. Uh, Marvel or ABC didn't have it. I posted. was privately hoping. I was like, please say Jimmy watch that because I really want to talk about. It. But it was really fantastic. It was. Uh, even if I didn't write a weekly column on it, that would have been one I would have made time to watch last night. I love the opening of Agent Carter too. I know. Right? I'm like, what a great tie-in. Well, and with the Hydra stuff and the fact that um, uh, Whitehall Dominic Reed, yeah, I uh, love him. Is our Di- Reed Diamond. Why did they say Dominic Reed? Reed Diamond. Um, <laughs> but the fact that he's like you're thinking still on a Nick level now. youthful. Just call people yeah, he still shit. looks the same in like 2014 oh, era, yeah. and it made me hope that whatever way they're going with this Hydra and everything, they should end. And I'm hoping they will end the mid season premiere, the finale, like in the winter when they go on hiatus, with something big that ties back to Agent Carter, and then let her take that ball and run with it through the mini series. Well, apparently back for multiple episodes uh-huh. where they do like little opening. I just like hope that. it all ties together so that the miniseries really feels like a continuous flashback I do too. of I, the major story. I, I thought I heard that he was going to be in the show. But I don't know if he's a cast member, but I really hope that Dominic, whoever... Reed Diamond? No, 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 no. Oh. Diamond, not, the guy who plays Tony Stark's father in the, in the flashback. Oh, yeah! I thought I knew he was going to be in it, but I didn't. I didn't. Know oh, it was, like, last I heard, he was. A, they weren't sure if they would get him or recast or what. That's what I'm saying. I, I yeah. thought he was like a guest star, but I, I don't I'm know. Really hoping they bring him okay. full time. So what? The one thing that annoys me about Shield, and this has nothing to do with the story itself, is they are being so cagey about who the main characters are because they released a poster that has the original six or whatever with Coulson, May, Sky, Ward, Fitzsimmons in it. Mm-hmm. And then that poster also included, um, no, uh, the black guy that's been with them through like most of the spring. Oh, uh, the grandson of the Howling Commando dude. Yeah, the actor's like some Tibbet or the something. Guy, the, the, the guy that my, that my girlfriend said, "Oh, that's the Falcon, right?" And I was like, "No, oh, no, no. Not the no." He worked for Garrett, and now he works for Coulson. Okay, that. so he's in the poster, and so is the new mercenary that survived the car wreck, yeah. and the black guy that's like the mechanic. That's in S.H.I.E.L.D. They're all in the poster. And then you go on... If you watch the opening credits, I did see that the British guy who survived the car wreck is listed in the starring portion with our main six. But then you go... I I was trying to... I was distracted, so I don't know if any other names appeared in there. I don't think they did. any other names did. So not even the black guy who should be. Um, that from last season. But then you go on the official website on ABC, and it only has the original six listed as the cast. So I'm like... Okay, it's Joss Whedon, so even if you're not a main character, you may still be in every episode of this I, season. I thought I heard a rumor that uh, the girl who played Simmons did leave the show as a cast member. Oh, she's still listed on the site as but, a main character. But when I try looking that up, because I swear yeah. to God, I re- somewhere. Really? I can't find it anywhere. So Maybe they were just teasing with the fact that her character's not actually there. Right, and that wasn't... Well, here's... The oh my, thing. did you see that? I didn't see that coming. Well, here's that was the bad heartbreaking. Thing. I, it was more heartbreaking than the character dying because I sat there for a second when the show first started, and literally I go, mm. "You know what? It's so weird that he's there, and she's handling it really like better than she would normally." Really? Is he imagining her? Really? And then for a second I was like, "No," because like May is like talking to her. No, she wasn't talking she to really, her. No, no, right. I went back and rewatched, and she wasn't. But um, before all that happened to begin with. Um, here's was my reason why I guess I was going in with that is I was on Twitter just looking at something while because uh, my girlfriend was Ooh. was watching uh, was watching New Orleans NCIS New Orleans yeah. when she was doing schoolwork so she wasn't really watching it she Still. can't no she can't multitask 
So this was her way of saying that she watched one episode and she'll never have to watch it again. Okay. So she had it on the background, and when I would go upstairs talk to her for a bit, I would. I, that's how I watched it. And I was like, "Oh God, this is so horrible." Look, honey, it's it's it's, it's New Orleans because they're showing jazz. Mm-hmm. And then I went back downstairs and right on Twitter, everybody, the Twitter feed just blew up with, "Oh my God, poor Fitz, poor Fitz, OMG!" And then like uh uh uh, uh the dude of Clarkson, he's just like. Please, no spoilers, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. hashtag. I was like, oh my god, oh my god, I want to say we gotta watch S.H.I.E.L.D. right now. I think Fitz just died. No. Because then, because who was it? Uh, yeah. uh, Emily, Emily Rosenbach for the yep. New York Times or, uh, or New Yorker posted, uh, well, that was another bump in the road, hashtag Fitz, hashtag Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And I'm like, he got run over by a car, we gotta watch this right <laughs> now. And then when I was watching, I was like, oh. Bump in the road. I get that now. That's where that has nothing to relation to fit. No. God damn you. Like that. But I really was freaking out. And I didn't tell I didn't tell my girlfriend who it was that got whatever. Yeah. But I knew going in something happened to fit. And so that's why I guess I did was watching. I was like, oh. is he making her up? No. Because May seems to be talking to her. But she really is. And I watched it again. I was wrong. Yeah. But then that, but it, it was even more heartbreaking than the fact that he could have died. <laughs> See, because you, she was in the middle of everything, I never suspected she was an illusion. But, oh, no, right. And you're just like, okay, he's stuttering. I expected him to be in worse shape, but, you know, whatever. He's, his brain's not working and right. It was and he was in worse shape. Way worse shape. Yeah. And I love what they've done with Ward. Me too. I mean, I, I wanted him to be, like, just evil bad guy, but there's something really cool about seeing him completely unhinged with Sky as his only anchor and the fact that he's been suicidal. Well, here's the You thing. saw the gashes on no, his I arm. I did. Yeah. I did. Okay, Steppenwall said that he would be uh, beyond furious, uh, or he would just be bothered by the fact that they would decide to do the Ward Redemption route. What do you feel about that? If they do a true Ward Redemption anytime soon, I will be furious. I don't think that's what they're doing, because even though he's helping them and he has affection for Sky, he's fucking insane. And they may need to get him out for some help on some mission, but... He's nowhere. He's nowhere close to being back to normal ward. Okay. Nowhere close. Well, let me rephrase this. If he did do a redemption ward, mm-hmm. you feel it would deserve. He would have to be killed off for have it to be okay. Um. I mean, I think it would be. See, part of me is like, yeah, redemption with a death at the end. That's kind of cool. But then part of me is like, that's too predictable. And Joss Whedon's not predictable. True. And so I, I, the fact that he's crazy now, mm-hmm. I did not see coming because he was evil, not crazy. And the crazy adds a whole other layer to it that tells me, no, it's not a quick redemption. Had he been in that cage but still sane, I'd been like, okay, they're doing the redemption story. Mm-hmm. But that's not what they did. I, I thought it was also heartbreaking, too, that Colton... It's keeping Fitz oh, around, God. but he know he's like we're not going to get the technology from him. Well, it's, it, we're, we're broken, and we 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 cannot be. So right. we, we're in the, we should be in the shadows, and we can't be in the shadows because we don't have the cloaking technology. Right, and we're never going to get it at the rate we're going now. So we have to steal it. And I'm just gone, and then that's when you show Fitz, and you're just going, oh man, like yeah. When he first said like that, a, it's almost like a pity. Thing when he first said that, it was before we'd seen that Jenna was not there. And so I was like, oh, maybe he will come through for them. It's just, and then after the Jenna thing, you're like, okay, he's not coming through for them because he's mentally gone. And they let him do what he's doing. You definitely get the impression that he's allowed to do what he's doing, not because they think he's valuable. 
uh, in terms of technology-wise. But because he is a member of the team that they all feel loyalty and affection towards. Yeah. And so they're going to let him believe that he's contributing, but nobody's expecting him to contribute. You know what I mean? Right, and what's even heartbreaking is he knows it. You know what I mean? I, I, uh, I, Coulson's yeah. whole thing was heartbreaking because now he's in the position where he has to put the bigger picture ahead of his team. Yes. And that's rough stuff. Very yeah, rough which, stuff. Which I understand why he doesn't want oh, to absolutely. stop his side and doesn't want to do this. Absolutely. Right. And the fact that he made that decision that even when the mission was going to hell that they had to stay and get that cloaking technology is not hurting Coulson at all in my opinion. But it's going to hurt him in the eyes of those other people and it's going to create tension and drama for the cast. Oh, of course. Yeah. And while it's perfectly justifiable, it's, it's one of those situations where you can't win. You just can't. It was intense. And when we saw all the Hydra marks on the map and how it was so many more than the shield, I was like, shit. I know, right? I did too. Actually, me and my girlfriend, sort of looked, we sort of did them when it was like peer at each other and looked back at the screen, and then she's just like, that is a lot of red dots. <laughs> that is a really a lot of they red They need dots. to fucking lock Patton Oswald down now. Oh my god, yes. The reaction <laughs> shots of him behind Coulson's back when Coulson was pretending to be Adrian uh, Pastar I know, right? was right. amazing. <laughs> It really was, and they—they've hinted at. I think in the interview with EW, the uh, uh, Whedon and mm. the, I can't pronounce the last name. Starts with a T. Uh, I know they, who you're talking about. Yeah, it's his wife. They've pretty much hinted at that he is the life model decoy. It's the he, life model decoy. Um, now that you are an avid reader of Marvel, you should now know. Barely that, been okay. Doesn't matter. Now that you are a somewhat avid reader of Marvel comics, or trying to catch up to become an official avid reader yes. of Marvel comics. There is one thing that everyone knows about Nick Fury, no matter if he's white or black or whatever, and that uh-huh. is there's something called a life model decoy. Nick Fury's been killed in the comic books about a dozen times, and at the end of that same issue, he shows up again perfectly fine. And it's because you realize that what got killed was a life model decoy. That's uh, not that Operation it. Tahiti. We don't, well, we don't know that yet. That's the whole thing. We don't really know that yet either. What I think, though, is that they... Uh, now, this is hardcore, deep Marvel Cinematic Universe theory, but I think the blood that's in there is the blood of a Kree. Hmm? A Kree. The bad guys from Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, okay. That alien, because remember the blood that healed Coulson, that helped him stay alive and kept him alive, was from an alien. I think that alien is a Kree. Okay. And I think that that's what they did to save him. Now, how that messed with his, you know... Sociology in the sky. I don't know how that mess. I don't know. We won't know. I don't think. I really have no idea. I think that's one of those things where they're going to get into it, but it's not going to be the whole focus of the show right now. I'm also excited to see Kyle McLaughlin show up as uh, Sky's father. Very excited. I, I wonder who they're who he's going to be though. That's the thing. Kyle McLaughlin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You mean comic character? Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't know enough about the comics. Supposedly, the issue of the Avengers where the Absorbing Man premieres, I think, mm-hmm. is on Marvel Unlimited. And the picture, the cover is of him holding a giant chain, a ball and chain, mm. which they did a nod to in the episode last mm-hmm. night where he grabbed that weird yeah. ball post with the chain and then mm. whatever. But I, I really... I love that, was su- show. that was such a dense episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., so much happened. So many really? promises. Yes. Kicked ass in terms of... It continued the story, but it kicked off all these new stories. Um, I'd say my only real complaint about the episode is Lucy Lawless was killed way too quickly. Yeah. But I feel that way about some of the characters last season, too. 
Like when they killed off. The yeah. Victoria well, should not have been in the killed. comics. Apparently, I, I didn't know this because mm-hmm. I know Victoria Hand, but I don't yeah. know a lot about her. Um, she was high up in Shield, but besides Maria Hill, she was the third in line kind of thing. Well, she had to die so Coulson could take over. And, and again, I yeah. get that that's fine. Yeah, but in terms of that, the character Lucy Laws plays in the comic is mm-hmm. is uh, Miss Hand's lover. Oh. And they, they didn't even get to that. Well, they didn't. They weren't going to. They talked about the EW. It's like, well, we talked about that a lot. Matter of fact, we thought about having it where she, we put that story in there. But then we knew no matter what, though, we were going to kill her off. But then you have this problem of you just killed two lesbians in a show. That's sort of bad form. We don't want to create. Ooh, that kind especially of on ABC, which is the diverse, you know, gay-friendly network. Right, and and also we as people who want to promote, you know, that kind of thing. Anyway, we don't want to then say, hey, we're trying to help. The LGFB, I think I said that right. LGBT. Whatever. LGBT community. Like putting a character out there and then equally just taking them away almost as fast. Yeah. So we just didn't even, we didn't even bring it up in the show, period. Like there's a draft out I, there. I love Lucy Lawless. It was just she did so really sad. Good too, but I, I was like, oh, wow, they're kind of cut her off and they're going to save her. They'll just give her, yeah. they'll make her a weird character. Nope. Yeah, yeah, once they cut off her arm, you thought she was safe. Like, that was just... Yeah. yeah. I, I That's a Joss Whedon touch. I did think it was a bit wasteful, yeah, with Lucy Lawless. It sort of makes me wish they got somebody else, though. I don't, I don't know, because it's Lucy Lawless. I right, mean, you want her to be, like, one of Coulson's right-hand people running the European division or something. Or, or not even that, it's just, like, she sticks around, like, she's a recurring character, or she can... Or, or she becomes a bad guy. Something. Anything. Like, besides mm. fucking kill off Lucy Lawless. I know. I know. Xena... Stone arm. Battlestar game. Galactica. Yeah. That's I I never was a Xena fan, but uh, I, I don't think I've ever seen an episode of Xena. But uh, I loved her in Battlestar you're not Galactica. Missing anything at all. <laughs> but you know what? Yeah, this could tie into what you wanted to talk about as well, which is her friend Kevin Sorbo was in Hercules. Oh god. And we can talk about okay, this is what segue into what classically shitty film, Jimmy? Well, there's you've probably heard of this film because a lot of people have been talking about yes, it. Have. It's called God's Not Dead, and it stars mm-hmm. the kid from Awkward, um, who one? played the the bitchy cheerleader that always says "You're welcome." Sadie, Sadie's boyfriend on Awkward, is the main character in God's Not Dead. Okay. He now also has his own MTV show, which is really bad, called Happy Land or something. Um, but yeah, it's really bad. Uh, anyway, no, he's the main character, and he goes into a college class. As soon as he arrives in college, you know, they all give him shit for wearing that cross necklace, because you can't be in college and be religious, apparently. And then he joins this professor's class, and the professor's Kevin Sorbo, Hercules. And Like you do. Like you do. And the first thing the professor does is tell them that this is a philosophy ca- class, and... We have to acknowledge that God's not real, and we're only going to talk about atheist philosophers, because that's what we do in college. And for your first assignment, which you have to do or you will fail, you have to write, God is dead on a piece of paper and turn it in. And if you don't, you're going to fail the class. And everybody does it except for the one kid who's like, I can't in good conscience do this. And the professor's like, fine, I'm going to give you 20 minutes in each of the next three classes, and you have to argue with me and prove that God is not dead, and if you do that, then you pass the class. If you fail to to win this argument with me, then you're going to flunk the class anyway. And but it's an opinion, so thus it could be. Well, so the I first mean, time he gets up and he gets badly walloped in the debate, the kid does, and then the professor. The second time he comes back, a little more prepared, and 
even refutes something Stephen Hawking said, which pissed me off because his logic, I mean, makes no sense. None of this movie makes any sense, by the way. But so starts spewing this crap that just means nothing. It actually pulls in real science, but then the arguments against it don't make sense. And so because he gets scores a couple of points in the argument the second time, the professor slams him up against the wall in the hallway, like, you better not do that to me again, blah, blah, blah. And then, and then, in the third go-round, the boy stands up to the professor, gets the better of him, and gets the professor to admit that he hates God for taking everything for him. And then the boy's like, well, if you hate him, he must be real, so you lose. And then the professor goes out and gets hit by a car, but before he dies, he gives his soul over to Jesus. There's also, like, five subplots going on that aren't really connected to anything. But they all end up at a We Love Jesus concert by a band whose name is dropped throughout the movie, so they must have sponsored something to do with the production. And, it okay, as an atheist myself, first of all, I took... uh, There were no good arguments for God in this movie. And I think that most logical people who believe in God would agree that this movie does not do a good job of painting I, that I, picture. Some of the scenes I've seen of the argument, of the, I, I felt like one of the arguments, yeah. I thought it was just one. It was, I thought that would be the, the climax. Oh God, no. Okay, so that alone, from what I saw, was not, it did not do anything for me. And my grandmother, and many religious people, your mother, um, love this movie and think it's wonderful. And apparently if we criticize, not your mom, but some other people, Mm -hmm. if we criticize the movie, that makes us non-believers and bad people who are going to hell. And I'm like, you don't understand. I don't agree with the message of the movie at all because I'm not a believer. But that's beside the point. It's just a bad movie all around. Mm -hmm. The story makes no sense. The characters are weak. I mean, it's just awful. And I don't know how it would help get their message across. It's definitely a low budget thing. And it's not like it's not like the Passion of the Christ, where you're like no, no, actors, no. It's it's about movie. it's about the quality of the Left Behind movie if you've ever seen it. Which one? The new one with Nick Cage? No, the, the first one with Kirk Cameron. I know. Yeah, I saw the trailer of it, and I was like, for some reason, I'm thinking I'm thinking Nick Cage's version is only going to be half a step above Kirk Cameron's version. Oh yeah, he totally did it for money. They can pay off his tax debt. But yeah, no, it was a bad, bad movie. And I don't care if you're a believer or not, it's just not worth it. And it's a little frustrating that we're only hearing from believers who love the movie and non-believers that hate the movie, and we haven't heard, at least on a public forum that I've seen, believers come forward and say, yep, this movie sucks. And so it almost paints it as a, if you're a believer, you're going to like this movie and whatever. And that's bullshit. You can. I'm a professional critic. I write reviews constantly. I can put my first personal feelings aside yeah. and judge a film based on its merits, not the message. You know, I said this before we were recording, but it, it is honestly like as a turtle fan. Yeah. New Ninja Turtle movie. I can accept that it's not a made movie made for me. I can I can yeah. accept that the story isn't a huge deal, but when just like there's such glaring yes. flaws like that, where it's like. The argument, the whole point of the movie is to showcase a valid argument that God is not dead. And I don't know anybody... And that's cool, so then actually presenting a real argument then. And myself and many friends and relatives that are atheists that Mm -hmm. I've spoken to, I don't know anybody that's like, I hate religion, it's awful, and anybody that follows it is bad. And that's kind of how the non-believers in this movie were portrayed. And we're like, 
God, no. I mean, I'm fascinated by religion from an academic perspective and the belief systems throughout centuries and millennia and how mankind oh, yeah. has evolved from one thing to another. And I find all of that really interesting. And uh, so I'm not, like, anti, oh, you shouldn't read the Bible, oh, you shouldn't look into religion at all. I, I'm interested in that sort of thing. I mean, my freaking web series is called G.O.D. is my BFF. So... Right. Clearly, I, and it's not just a big hate letter to God believers. Yeah, you've I, read it, I, and I, you're going to help me fix where you think it gets a little bit like that for a little bit. Yes, I well, I mean, I, I think I've done that before too. I was yeah. like, well, you're like, there's this one part where I don't think you're doing a good job representing the argument of the believer side, and I said, well, help me fix it. You right. know, you're a believer. You can tell me what I should be saying instead. Well, here, but I'm not out to demonize thing, anybody. Into a conversation with yeah. my girlfriend about this. Is, uh, I'm going to get. Yeah. Super serious here for a second. Okay. More than all right, which is, I don't love church. Fair and enough. If I, and if I do go, I sort of want someone who you know verbally back you know smack the shit out of me. I want to be fucking moved. <laughs> like no, like I've been. I like when I was in college. Go to the Baptist church. Well, I don't want that far. <laughs> I don't want that far. Uh, but I, I don't. You know, like I have right. So it's like little things like that, and like we're church shopping, and like there are two places right now that. It sort of comes upon, and one place we have to—they have a, a, a minister who does exactly that, but the rest of the service is sort mm-hmm. of blah. And then also, it's just like I always have to be up on Sunday. I now have <laughs> like literally. I don't. That's true sacrifice for God because He wants sacrifice. I don't want to fucking sacrifice. But He wants about. sacrifice. He owes. him the, sacrifice. This comes to thing, right? And I understand that. But here's the other thing. On top of that is that I don't get any. I don't feel anything from it unless the sermon's good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, 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 and I understand the logic of it should yeah. be that, you know, yeah, you're putting yourself out, out of whatever, you know, out of it because, yeah. but, you know, it's really good for you. I'm like, well, why? Why can't I just do my own thing? And granted, part of that is just laziness and not something to do anything and enjoy the day as God intended it to be enjoyed. <laughs> he but, said rest, not go to church. I know, right? What about Jesus? I, no, no, but I'm yeah. saying it's like that's like my personal thing. It's like, do I mind going to it? No, like it's like every Sunday. Like, does it really have to be that? And so then it became a thing. Yeah. It's like, well, how? Like, are you a fan or are you a follower? And I'm like, well, I'm, yes, I'm sort of a fan. That's it. And I don't want to be a follower. Yeah. I'm okay not being a follower because followers do crazy fucked up shit. It's some like, do, and some are perfectly it's, lovely it's, people. It's like dogma. Like anything else. It's like dogma. I like the idea of religion. The More than is, the than practice? The, than, the, than the practice. Well, or the belief. Uh, or if you believe in something mm-hmm. that the religion stands for, that's where shit gets messed up. I, I was born and raised Catholic. I tr- yes. sat in that church every Sunday till I was almost 18 years old. So it's not like I have no basis. My fam- Most oh, of, of my family is Catholic, although there are a growing number of us that are atheists, which pisses off a couple other members of the family. Um, but And the other thing, I watched it with my cousin Chris, who's a freshman in college, and he went into college as an atheist. He's been an atheist as long as I can remember. Like, he didn't get it. In college, and we were talking about, and my other friend Annie, who's yeah. in college, and we were kind of talking about, um, you know, why this movie portrays college as a place that like forces the god out of you. And I went to college; that's not my experience. I feel like college is a place no, where you learn and college, open your mind to different ways of thinking. I, no, 
never been like no. that. No. Like, no, it's, it's such a cliche. It's I, a poor cliche. College is about teaching a thing for yourself. And I feel like, yes, a lot of co- more, there's a much higher percentage of atheists that are college educated than uneducated. But I feel like that's because we were taught to think for ourselves and examine and critically evaluate. And not everybody that comes out of college comes to the same conclusion that atheists do. You know, There are plenty of people that are well-educated and go through college and come to the conclusion that there's ample proof that God exists. And that's right. a whatever. That's not – and nobody in college is going, you came to the wrong conclusion because of that. You fail. No, college is well, about teaching yeah, they, you to think for yourself and make up your own mind. The concept going further than that was – Putting a coaster on a couch with, with with a glass. I do that all the time, but my legs nearby, so it needs I, to be on the table. Yes, I, it's, it's, you're freaking me out, man. Um, <laughs> it's on the table now, so we're good. But like the other thing that just bothers me, just alone with you telling me, is that they make fun of him for wearing. A, who fucking does that? And if they do, they don't do it to his face. No one like when I was in college. At no point did anyone make. The only time I, I remember anyone being made fun of. Was and this is 2002, so we're, yeah. we're kicking it old. Oh school. man! Oh yeah, I know we're back. Whoa. That's the beginning of the millennia. I know, right? So uh, the worst thing I remember being said was there was a lot of African American people wearing do rags, and it just felt like it really felt like one person did it because they actually wore, it and the rest mm-hmm. were just sort of following. Mm-hmm. And I, someone just I overheard a comment of them walking by, just gone. How do they wear do rags? I know some of those guys they hate wearing do rags, but they're do rags all the time, and it's like they're just stupid, and they yeah. look stupid. And that was like the that was the only thing I have ever heard. And you know what? He said it nowhere near any of those guys. Yeah. And ugh. he was probably just afraid to ask it to be said it near those. But guys. That's what I'm saying. It's like, <laughs> what what if that dude? What if that little scrawny dude from Awkward? Mm-hmm. You know, ended up being like fucking. Taekwondo. He's not that scrawny. He looks fairly but built. But what I'm saying is, like, what yeah. if that dude knew Taekwondo and shit, and, and they go, oh, look, and they push him, it's like, we get a little yeah. fucking cross there, and they push him. They won't say fucking because it's a Christian right. movie. But that's the other thing, too. They would say shit like that. They would throw the, a, a profanity right. in there, you know, and they'd push him, and then he'd be like, oh, yeah, and he'd snap their neck or whatever, because that's what Taekwondo Christians do, because apparently we're in this fucking la-la land of, of whatever the hell's going. I don't know. I just don't. So no matter what you believe, don't watch God's Not Dead. It's not worth your time. Not worth your time. Have you seen Don Juan? No, I would really like to, though. It's With Joseph Gordon-Levitt, right? Yes. He's great. That movie is not at all what you think it's about. Really? Really, it's the movie's about watching porn. Hmm. Are there attractive women in it? Probably you do. Charlotte Johansson. You know, I'm starting to come around on her a little bit. Still not my favorite. Well... Baby got back. Well, she's just such a good actress. I think it's just like so. It's hard to devalue her a little bit as a cliche, <laughs> super hot model woman. Well, no, she's or... not the type of woman I would normally go it's for. Her, tits. her boobs it. are too big. Yeah, she's I kind of blonde, but I enjoy her in not movies. Always. Not always. Not always. No, she, she was has redhead. Red hair. Um, Sometimes she has brown hair. But I love her take on Black Widow. I loved the movie Her, which granted is only her voice. Um, but it's a sexy voice. And no, it's just, she's a good actress, and so, whatever. But... Hello, my name is Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, yeah, yeah. There were a bunch of TV shows that have premiered since the last time we talked, or other screeners that I've watched. I'm almost done with the pilot watching. Did you watch any more of Grace Point? Not yet. Okay. I was just That's just first episode. No, I'm still not through all my first episodes yet. Okay, I um, 
I mean, I've watched a ton of stuff. I was trying to remember where we left off last time on Talking Pilots. I, I, can, I, I, I can let you know. Well, um, I mean, I just watched uh, well, Sleepy Hollow premiered. I last seen it this yet. week, I taped it. and I watched episode two for next week, and I already wrote because that's another one I'm doing a weekly column on. So I went ahead and watched it and wrote Was it, it ahead. Yeah, I liked episode two better a little bit because episode one was action and excitement and whatever. Were they, were, was it getting them back to the um, the hit? I kept saying this about the Big Bang Theory the other night. Mm-hmm. It was getting them back to the status quo. Well, episode two is much more status quo, um, which for so Sleepy Hollow is good because. Their status quo is a good status. Right. But I can tell you, and this will not spoil anything, where episode one starts is several months later, and Abby and Ichabod are working together to try to find Benjamin Franklin's key, and Timothy Buzzfield's playing Benjamin Franklin in flashbacks in both the first two episodes. I love Timothy Buzzfield. Uh, Ichabod hates Ben Franklin. Um, They're trying to find... Because he's a dick. He is. They're trying to find Ben Franklin's key, and this is several months later, and they talk, and they've got Henry Parrish chained in a cell in the basement, and they both talk about having lost someone, Ichabod's wife and Abby's sister, being dead. Mm, so then it's like a flashback how they get there, or no? Nope. They, you don't show it. I don't want to spoil it for you. That's where the episode begins. Gotcha. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. But I don't want to spoil... Exactly how it's structured. Okay. Because that's part of the good stuff in the episode. But episode two is very much return to form. All the main characters are back, because not every main character's in the premiere. Like, um, Orlando Jones isn't in the premiere, but he's in episode two. Uh, what about the guy who plays Walter? I can't remember his name. Henry Parrish. Oh, that is Henry Parrish? That's who they have chained in the basement, Abby and Ichabod. Oh. I don't... What's his character's name, though? Henry. Okay, fuck it. Dang it, wrong. What is the actor's name? John Noble. John Noble. Yes. And they redid their theme song, at least for episode two, with pictures of all the main characters. So you see exactly who it is. And I love that. I've always enjoyed that theme song. So it's the original four well, main you characters. Mean you the visuals, not the song. Right, right. Yeah, the music's the same. It's They change oh. the visuals. So you see Ichabod, you see Abby, you see Orlando Jones, you see... Um, Who's the fourth mate? Katrina. See, I, I like that. Mm, I and then know. you see you see John Noble, and you see um, Abby's sister because they're all. I'm glad he has another show. Who? John Noble. He's a main character on Sleepy Hollow. That's what I'm saying. I'm glad oh, he has okay. Another show. Now. Yeah, and that he's playing such an evil dick is good. It's like his Lord of the Rings character, but with balls. Bad character. I mean, I loved him in Fringe, but it was a totally different role. The Sleepy Hollow is great. I want to see more Walter. I miss Walter. I know. Right? Like I, would, I would take a Fringe movie any day. Oh, um, my God. Well, apparently Joshua Jackson wrote a comic book series. Oh. And the way they did the comic book series is that every issue... So they did, they did two issues that were released at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, issue one would be red. Issue one would be, ah, would nice. be blue. Ah, nice. And one one universe was written. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I guess what you mean. At the same time, yeah. Right? But one one universe was written by Peter Jackson. The other one was actually written by not Peter Jackson. Joshua, Joshua Jackson. Jackson. Everyone was written by Peter Jackson. That'd be awesome. See, goddamn, this is what I'm talking about. A hundred percent. You are. You have. It has. It's gotten worse, and it's not. I don't know why. Oh, the Good Wife premiered this week. It was phenomenal. They need to fucking like lock Michael J. Fox down because he is so sleazy in that show, and I love it. 
I'd like to see that's what happens when actors play against type. They they're, they're good. It is. Um, I mean, I've The Good Wife really. You don't watch The Good Wife, do you? No, it really kicked off with. Another one of those things where it left you like Sleepy Hollow on all these cliffhangers, mm-hmm. and while it did address them, it also started all this new shit at the same time. That's awesome. And, I mean, Good Wife, season five was its strongest ever. So season six is just... What did what did you think of uh, of the first two episodes of Big Bang? I mean, I laughed a couple times. I didn't think they were anything special. Okay. I, th- I, I thought the end of the second episode was... They didn't know how to end it, so they just did that. It got really goofy, and I didn't like it. I was like, I thought it was disrespectful to Andy. I wanted to see more. I mean, when Sheldon talked about, oh, I, I want to have coitus with Amy, so mad that was not real. Oh, I know. Like, I wanted there to be character development from his journey, and he seems to have come back completely unchanged. Right, and that, that was bothersome a little bit. I... Because I, I think they mm-hmm. pretty much did say that they're going to end the show after the current contract is up, I thought. Oh, well, like, that, not for the that's actors. like another two or three years, isn't no, it? No, right, but because that was the whole thing, is that they, Stephen yeah. Rallo, I thought, was like, we need to end the show. We'll see. I, I mean, mean two and a half men, well, this is its final season, and did you hear Charlie Sheen's reaching out to them and telling him he wants to be well, part of it? he reached out last year, but he's like, he said it again, he's like, I think the talks are a little more serious this time. Well, yeah, he's the one instigating him. He wants to be part of the finale. I don't know. I mean, I liked when they had... I did tune in when Kathy Bates played Charlie, which was fun. Yeah. They had Kathy Bates playing for one episode. Like, he, like, inherited her body or something like that. Yeah, right? something like that. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't follow up much because I don't watch the show, but... Oh, I watched Christella, a new ABC sitcom. Oh, you know what? Oh, yeah. It looks you like, know, like, Blackish is uh, supposed to be tackling Latino, all the African-American yeah. stuff? This is all the Latino stuff. It's on ABC. Like, this is ABC trying to be... Diverse, and while I support diversity as an idea, they need to give them better shows. Uh, Christella is the the lead character named Christella. The show is called Christella. She's a stand-up comedian, but it felt like... Yeah, I'd never heard of her. But it felt like a typical sitcom, nothing special. I watched The Flash. That was pretty good. Really? Yeah. Well, I like Arrow. I mean... Did you watch Constantine yet? No, not yet. That's one of the, like, three pilots I have left. Okay. I think I have that state of affairs and oh, one more. I don't remember. State of affairs, Constantine, and one other thing. I think. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, the Flash. I like the Flash. I like Arrow. I don't think it's nearly as good as Agents of Shield, but I like it. Mm-hmm. And the, they had already had the Flash in a couple episodes of Arrow last year, but like in the fall sweeps, he like was in the accident that turned him into the Flash, and he went into a coma, and so we didn't see him become the Flash. And so when the pilot starts, it's like, he's been in the coma for like eight months. But because it's a pilot and not just a continuation, they actually spent the first like five, ten minutes before he was in the coma and built up to it. And so they introduced all the characters. I thought it was pretty well done for a pilot. Wow. Um, I mean, I think it'll be as good as Arrow, which is Smallville level good, not S.H.I.E.L.D. level good. So... Isn't that... <laughs> It makes me so mad that I always feel like, like, look, I can shit on Arrow all I want just just for being on CW alone, mm-hmm. and because it really comes down to I just don't like those type of shows. Like, I want something, you know, right? I just mm-hmm. want something a little bit more from it being a teen show. Yeah, that's really what Arrow is. Mm-hmm. 
when she, well, that's, like, even when I watched Smallville at the end, like where I would watch an episode towards mm-hmm. the end when everyone said it was already fantastic. It was. Well, it, I don't know. It still, it, felt like it, was, it still felt like it was still was like, look, this isn't just a Superman show. This is a Superman for teens. That's what we're geared for. All the other fans that watch it, boy. Well, and that's what it feels like with Arrow. But I hear Arrow's I, I a lot better. Yeah, I don't think Arrow's teen geared. It's certainly a lot darker than Smallville. I mean, they spend about a third of every episode on the island before he came home. And there's arcs that go on there that tie into things that are happening in the present day. Um, which, I feel like it's about time to be done with that. But he did spend five years on the island, so whatever. Um, yeah, I, I Arrow, it does still bother me that the Queen house is Lex Luthor's house in Smallville. It's the same house. They just reused the set. And even though they said they used different camera angles to make it not look like the same house, the exterior shot's the same shot. The interior, they use different camera angles in different rooms. But, yeah. but you can obviously tell it's the same house as the Luther Mansion. Like, the woodwork and stuff is just very distinct. But um, other than that, it's pretty good. It's more, I mean, it's like a team doing stuff. It didn't, it didn't take all that setup. Like, Smallville took years before we got to... Okay, here's Clark's little group that goes out and saves the day. Like six seasons before it got to that point. Arrow got there in about eight episodes. Flash gets there in episode one. Um, oh, what's the guy who started Ed? It was on Eli Stone. And... Oh, he was Ed. Yes. Yeah, what's yeah, that? He was actor? on Royal Pains. Oh, yeah, well, he's one of the main characters of The Flash. And he's a really oh, interesting character. Oh, I like him. He's the he scientist. The he's the scientist that. Uh, developed the reactor that mm-hmm. made the Flash and other villains and stuff. Um, and he's in a wheelchair. Like, he's not in a wheelchair the first time you see him, but after that, the night of the storm that turns the Flash and stuff, he's in a wheelchair. And he's trying to talk Flash out of being a hero at first, but then he comes around and joins his team to help whatever. Mm-hmm. But the last scene we get of the pilot... Where's that air? Ooh, that doesn't air for a couple weeks. The last scene we get of the pilot has something really unexpected with him uh, that I did not see coming and completely changes your view on his character. So he will be a major character, not just a... Okay. And Jesse L. Martin's one of the main characters from Rent and stuff. I love Jesse L. Martin. I'll have to... Law and Order. Yeah, no, I I guess... um, I can send you home with the pilot if you just want to watch the first episode. Yeah, I I would love that. I guess my I guess I just I I just have something again. I know I am a more I, I I happen to be a Marvel guy through and through. Like every time I hear something DT does, it always feels like they're just DC's like putting three shows on the air this year so they can compete with Agents of Shield, and the three of them combined are not Agents of Shield worthy. But, uh, I'm assuming I haven't but, seen Constantine. No, but I guess that's four what shows. I mean. Like it just feels just four like shows. why why can't you just focus on one thing? And once you know for sure. Yeah. That is like Arrow for is a good example. They know Arrow works. Yeah, it's a huge hit for CW. Well, it does. It does make use of a lot of the stuff they learned on Ten Years of Smallville. Right. So they were in a better position. It wasn't launching like nothing. But, I like Gotham better than Arrow, though. Yeah. By the way, it wasn't as bad for me the second time I watched it. I didn't watch it the second time, well, but I, I my girlfriend like the pilot. Now that she likes the comic yeah. stuff a little bit, okay. she wanted to watch it, and I watched it with her, and. Uh, it wasn't it wasn't as bad, but mm-hmm. I digress. Um, no, yeah, Mulaney. I did watch Mulaney. You, you said that was fantastic. No, they said people were saying that was fantastic. Oh, yes. Mulaney himself is very wooden. He can't act. Um, 
And his show is very closely ripping off Seinfeld. Three guys and a girl that are all friends and narcissists, and they hang out in an apartment that even kind of looks like it. There's the weird guy, there's the... Mulaney's the straight man who does stand-up comedy bits in the episode. The girl. But then there's two other characters that are main characters besides the foursome. There's Mulaney's boss, played by Martin Short, who is this, like, very popular game show host slash comedian. And then there's his uh, gay-wise old neighbor, played by Elliot Gould. So... Winning. Right. So those elements give me hope that it won't just be a Seinfeld ripoff, even though much of the pilot seems like a Seinfeld ripoff. Mm. So I'll watch more just to see. So we got a spec script here for Seinfeld. <laughs> uh, we think we're going to use it just for your show there, Mulaney. Well, Mulaney developed it himself, the show, but he was a big fan of Seinfeld and was very influenced by Seinfeld. Again, it was probably a spec script that he wrote for Seinfeld and he Could just be. changed it. Could be. Names. And then added in a couple characters so yeah. it wasn't a total ripoff. It's like... Superman, you know, uh, 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 Spider-Man. <laughs> I mean, it was funny. I enjoyed it. I just don't think it's as good as everybody said it's it was. something you've seen very much before. Right, it so. didn't seem that original. Yeah. Um, uh, Elliot Gould was definitely my favorite part of the, the well, show. We taped forever, but we still haven't seen it yet. I, I mean, yeah, I really liked the first four. one. They were, but they maintained for episode two, if that gives you any hope whatsoever. Wait a minute, were they two episodes ago? Yeah, they aired, like, a special preview night, and then the next night it aired in its normal time slot. Oh, I only show one. So. Yeah, I think the second one aired last night. Oh, I have After that one Agents there. of S.H.I.E.L.D. I have that one there. I don't have oh, yeah, there was one. a pilot that aired, like, a day or two before that. Oh, shit. Okay, well, I need to... Uh, you can get on Hulu. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I like that, that show. Uh, Bad Judge, for some reason, they did not post a screener on. Hmm, I wonder if it's a bad show. That's what I've heard. A to Z, had you seen that when we talked about Oh my god, been, my Facebook's been filled up Oh, with... it's so charming and sweet. He likes it. I mean, it and it's Manhattan Love Story, it and Manhattan Love Story are both very much um, rom-coms in the most traditional sense. But a and Z is a half hour, but isn't Manhattan Love Story like an hour? No, they're both half hours. Oh. Uh, Manhattan Love Story is a little bit cheesier. A to Z is a little more modern and contemporary. Um, A to Z's got the mother from How I Met Your Mother, and I really like her. And they do flip, you know, she's the one without the emotion, and the guy's the romantic. So, that's the modern twist on the rom-com. But it's not exactly fresh or new. Um, and it bothers me that they named her Zelda. Like, it's such an odd name. If you want to be like, I think his name's Andrew. I'm like, why wasn't it just like... It's A I know, to Z. But I'm like, why isn't it just like... Andrea and Zach. Those are more normal names. They're very going against the norm. Dude. What bothers me a little bit is the pilot starts out by saying, this is the story of Andrew and Zelda. They're, they dated exactly eight months, two weeks, six days, whatever hours, and this is the story of that relationship. Oh, so it's 500 Days of Summer in the TV show. I guess. I'm assuming that at the end of the eight months or whatever, they'll either break up for a while and then get back together if they get a second season. Or they'll get engaged, and that'll be why they only dated eight months Wait, and whatever. Have you seen Five Hundred Days of Summer? Yes, I like that movie. Okay, because yeah, that's about the whole. Well, no, but Five Hundred Days of Summer it actually ends at the end of Five Hundred Days. Right. This is a TV show. Right. This. On American television, which means that's only like two hundred days. 
So if it's successful, it means it lasts well, like the, 2,000 days. Well, the eight months and whatever, uh, I was thinking would probably take it right up to the May season finale. So I think it'll just be season one. Those are a lot of days. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. I It was, you know, it's whatever. Um, Stalker? I don't even remember what Stalker was. <laughs> it was a procedural, I'm sure of it. Oh, yeah, it was a procedural where they only, like, follow Stalkers. Uh, well, Les Moonves, we got a great show for you. It's about a show and, with Stalkers. And, um, uh, what's his name? Dylan McDermott is one of the leads. And he's playing his, like, same character from Hostages that's creepy. Like, you know, even though he's a cop that hunts stalkers, he's also a stalker himself, sort of. We get that right away. You know, I swear to God, ever since the practice, it, every time he gets that He was so good in the practice. No, he, no, no, he was, but I'm saying it's that he's, he, I think he, it just feels like his entire career trajectory since then, call it a career, has been <laughs> that it's like... You know what? People remember me being a, a goody two shoes, clean cut guy in the practice. I'm just gonna do everything in my power to show that I'm a dick and or a creepy guy and everything else. Like uh, Three to Tango, I think was his first movie after the practice, mm-hmm. and with Matthew Perry and was it Niev Campbell and Nev? he plays whatever Niev Niev Niev. She's Russian. Niev Campbell. Niev Campbell. He plays a bad guy in that. He plays like a sleazy like businessman bad guy. Mm-hmm. I was like. So you're playing the dude from the practice who has a completely different person. That's great. Thank you so much for that. And then these, he's just like, I'm creepy bad guy. One of the Marvel comics I was reading, they were in a lab, and there were two lab mice, and one of them said, like, narf or something. He saw the little speech balloon. <laughs> that was awesome. I know. I was like, that's fantastic. I love comic books. Cool shit like that. But what else have you seen or not seen? Um, I, my... Email on my phone won't let me go to page two of my set folder, so I don't know. I think that's uh, that probably takes us roughly to where we were last episode. And that's how well prepared we are. We we got everything up to page one. Well, you know, no. I, uh, South Park comes back tonight. I'm excited. They're going to do the NFL stuff. Um, mm. I love South Park. I do too, but I feel it goes in, in for me. It comes and goes. Uh, yeah, yeah. I I last season in. was pretty good though. No, I didn't think so. The season before was kind of weak, but well, last no, season I think was pretty good. This already before, like maybe you think off the show, which was I'm getting confused on what was the, the season or not because yeah, the I remember I started taping the mm-hmm. episodes again after everyone saying they, everyone they were they were awesome. Roll, and then I remember when I taped it, I was I think it was like two seasons or one whole season because they split their seasons up. They used to. Seven oh, and then the fall and seven in the in spring. spring. Last season they just did ten in the fall and they're doing that again this year. Okay, well, God, it hasn't been that long. Maybe I am off, but I just remember I, I was taping up until they did the... Uh, well, two seasons the, ago... It was like a three-parter. It was the, the Black Friday. Yeah. Um, and I was up to that, every episode up to that point was just not good, and I just was uh, like, I, I, I have I'm other stuff. i see what I season that in. is. That might have been two seasons ago. It might have been. I'm um, I think it is, because then I think if that's the case, I need to tape it again. Because last season was really strong. Like, two or three seasons ago, they were doing Book of Mormon, and so their attention was divided, and they were stressed, and they weren't as good. Uh, and I think that's part of why they went down to ten episodes a year instead of seven and seven. Well, it's okay, because Book of Mormon's amazing. Well, that happened with them on uh, the South Park movie, too. Like supposedly Oh, season- last year was the three-part um, Game of Thrones thing. Yeah, so then, yeah, I, I quit watching last year, because it, up to that, I wasn't, 
wasn't big I thought last year was one that was good. I don't recognize like any of these episodes though. Um, that was a four part. Uh, yeah, the episode or the season before that had some great stuff. I remember some of those episode names. I just remember like they had one whole episode in the season before where it ended with them. I think it was the zip lining episode. It ended with them actually like live actors playing them on a boat. That was not last season. That was the season before. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah, the, the, the ziplining, yeah. Yeah. I should have never gone ziplining was the name of the episode. <laughs> I wonder what that's like. You know, I wish I could just write anything like that. It's like, well, Jimmy got an episode idea today for South Park, our show. I went ziplining and I wish I never did it. That's a great idea. We should just tell, what's it going to be mm. about? About ziplining. Okay. And then we just do a whole episode about how we should never zipline. Because it will bring about the apocalypse, apparently. As per if I remember my episode correctly. Mm. Alright, so uh, I think that's uh yeah. pretty good. Mm. Pretty good. Mm. I should watch Benched. I have I just got that in the mail. What's Ben? It's USA's new show with Eliza Coop. Sitcom. Ooh. Yeah. I haven't watched it yet, I, I just like, got it. I like I like Eliza Coop. I do too. It's in the basket. And some reviewer was talking about how great it was. But I just got oh, it a couple days ago. Oh, Jay Harrington. Oh, yeah. Did you see Better Off Ted Season 2 is finally getting a DVD release this fall? No. Yeah. Love Better I Off love Ted. Jay Harrington. What's yeah. about? I don't know. That's all I got. They didn't send me paperwork. Bastards. <laughs> Bastards. But, all right. Oh, shit. <laughs> I think it was broken. Okay. I, I, it's not. I, it's a screener. It's nothing. All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening to this episode of The Good, The Bad, and Geeky. We'll see you next episode. Get out of here without cheese! You're a creep! Go away! We're having a good time until you start up, cheapers! Go have some coffee with cream or something! Because I'll tell you something! This is a happy place! What the fuck am I supposed to say? <laughs> what the song is that?